your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So then, at 7.40 exactly, cracking down on corruption makes sense on a moral level, of course, but also for basic economic reasons, according to a recent report by the International Monetary Fund. The IMF estimates that bribery costs the world economy more than two trillion US dollars, around 2% of global GDP. Here in Korea, we're set to see a controversial anti-corruption law come into effect this year. More on that in a moment. But first, let's introduce Sanjeev Gupta, Deputy Director of the Fiscal Affairs Department at the IMF. Good morning to you from Seoul. Uh, good morning, and thank you for inviting us to the show. Well, thank you very much for joining us. So, before we hone in on Korea, what sort of economic damage is corruption causing globally? Uh, the cost of corruption can be quite substantial. You already talked about the cost of bribes, and uh, that estimate was uh, prepared by one of the external scholars, which we used in our paper. But then there are many other uh, indirect costs of corruption to a society. Uh, first, it sort of uh, affects the culture of uh, compliance and therefore increases uh, tax evasion. As a result, the government ends up collecting less revenue and is unable to provide public services, which then has an impact on growth. Uh, second, it inflates the cost of uh, public procurement and uh, thereby undermining the quantity and quality of public spending, uh, thus uh, aggravating infrastructure gaps and impacting on growth again. Um, and then because uh, there are lower public revenues, countries tend to rely more on on central bank financing, which creates an inflation bias in the country. And then there is the, the, the cost of assessing financial markets, which the markets tend to, to factor in the cost of corruption and therefore raise the, the charges uh, for, for borrowing. And finally, um, reduced allocation for social programs uh, and resources lost through corruption uh, limits the investment in the society. So these are some of the channels through which uh, corruption has an impact on, on, on the society. Uh, and would you also argue that there are even further indirect impacts that, uh, that are less straightforward to go through? I mean, one could, uh, I mean, uh, the less straightforward would be, um, you know, there could be an impact on environment also, this could be impact on on uh, on uh, the use of natural resources. There could also be uh, on uh, on the impact on on the society's stability, in the sense that it can lead to violence, civil strife, and conflict, with huge consequences for the society. Now let's bring this to our situation here in Korea because we're about to see come into force the Kim Jong-un Act in September, which some claim is going to cost our economy trillions of won or billions of dollars. Have you got evidence, according to your report, to suggest that, in fact, cracking down on corruption helps an economy? Um, we uh, focused uh, not on a country but on general strategies. Uh, so, um, so we do discuss 
what kind of strategies that can help a country. And as I uh, listed to you before in my uh, answers to mm. you, that there are some benefits to the economy um, by reducing corruption. And those benefits uh, end up uh, having a positive impact on, on, on growth because if uh, one can prevent waste in public spending and improve revenue performance, this would then increase space in the budget for more productive spending. Uh, it will allow government to lower taxes or pay off debt. So, um, so all these things can be uh, helpful in promoting sustainable growth. Yeah, I mean, here, this act from September, we just saw uh, the final hearing of it take place uh, this week, yesterday, in fact, and um, what it's going to mean is that government officials, teachers and journalists will be prevented from being treated to meals that exceed $30 in value, 30,000 won, roughly. Uh, also, from receiving gifts worth more than 50,000 won and over 100,000 won in cash, uh, which is customarily given at funerals and weddings, for example. Is that going too far? Is that extreme, would you suggest? Or is that the sort of measure that's required to ensure corruption is rooted out? You see, we did not focus on a specific country. And the, the intent of the paper was to discuss the broad nature of measures that countries could consider undertaking uh, as part of their anti-corruption strategies. And, yes. of course, I can list a number of those measures, such as uh, enhancing fiscal transparency, enhancing uh, uh, the, the financial transparency, uh, and then uh, having a credible threat of prosecution of those who violate the law. Uh, those are the kind of things that we have learned from our uh, experience and also by looking at range of countries uh, where anti-corruption strategies have been put in place. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate, Mr. Gupta, this is a global report, but obviously the world is made up of its parts, uh, one of which is the Korean economy. And, and the Korean Federation of SMEs is worried that this law, when it comes into effect in September, will result in an economic loss of 2.6 trillion won, which is a vast amount of money, may well not even be close to the reality, we'll see, but uh, the, the implication there is that a certain level of bribery has been required to lubricate the economy, which goes against what your report's suggesting. Um, we, uh, we, you know, uh, haven't really, as I said, focused on a particular country or Korea per se, but, um, you know, we have actually provided advice to a number of countries to strengthen the institutions. Um, and we have, in the paper, we talk how corruption has a negative impact on sustainable growth. And we don't really think that greasing the wheels uh, of production through corruption is helpful in the, in, in, in the, in the long term. So, um, so our strategy is that we should promote transparency, we should build institutions in the country, and uh, we should seek to uh, simplify the laws and processes and, 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 uh, and then prosecute those who violate the law. This is based on, these four elements of the strategy are based on a range of 
country experiences that we have studied. Well, Mr. Gupta, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Uh, Sanjeev Gupta there from the IMF. Our email is open to you, efmthismorning at gmail.com. Also, you can text us. Can you honestly buy into this idea that we need to have even just low-level bribery in order to keep our economy ticking? Is there no way of doing the same or even achieving better results with full transparency? From one perspective, you might understand a, a local farmer might need to have a dinner with a, a local official, for example, in order to bring about either clarity in their business, ironically, or bring about uh, any deals that they might be seeking to secure. But do they really need to pick up the tab? Are there not more transparent ways of achieving those same goals? We'd love to hear from you. Pound or sharp, 1013 for 51 per message.